Hey everyone, this is Kylie Kinsella. And Maddie Cowan. And you're listening to Feeling 22, a podcast where we talk about being a part of Amador Valley's best class, Class of 22. We've all constantly heard about climate change in the news and how we need to take steps to fix it, but sometimes it's hard to feel like we can personally make an impact, and a lot of us have started to just ignore it. The thing is, if we don't start paying attention to the earth now, it will collapse and burn to the ground by 2030. (laughs) So today we are talking about how you personally can decrease your carbon footprint and take steps to help. And surprise, surprise, we have a special guest star. Um, no, I'm not own, an expert. Our very own AP environmental <laughs> science expert, Miss Ashley Torres. Okay, disclaimer, I'm not an expert whatsoever. <laughs> whatsoever. She sorts our lunch trash. She does. <laughs> that's, that's the extent of my expertise is sorting lunch trash. That's it, guys. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, we did have a couple questions prepared for you. Um, so the first one is, what are some small things that everyone can do that easily that will make a difference? Okay, first of all, just throw your trash away. I'm sorry. Like, at the lunch tables, I get so mad when I, like, w- walk to class and everybody's lunch is just still sitting there. I'm like, you guys are in high school. You don't need your mommy to clean up after you. Like, I'm not even asking you to sort it at this point. I'm just asking you to throw it in the trash can. Yeah, there's literally so many people that just leave it, like, like on the table. And it's like, not even like we have one trash can. There's, like, ten. They're in everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I used to be like, oh, we should sort our trash. Now, literally, all I'm asking is Amador students to just throw away their trash and then the birds get all up in it and no and then it blows and then like when the wind blows it blows straight into the storm drain and the storm drain goes straight into the creek and the creek goes straight into the bay like straight there's no filter and then everything is super poopy and gross anyways yeah um another thing that i think is like the number one thing is voting like seriously that's like the number one personal impact that you can make is voting for climate action because your vote matters obviously I mean that's actually a good point that I wouldn't think about yeah like when you're when I mean it's one thing to like oh you know like influence others and stuff but if you don't vote to make systemic change then like kind of the little like personal things that you can do I mean are also are not always accessible to people like not everybody can like buy an electric car like because it's more expensive not everybody can put solar on their house but everybody can vote so yeah what are some things that you think that like amador not just like the students but like amador like as a school Mm -hmm. can do that will make our school okay so they do need to fix like the sorting thing basically they implemented these like three bucket system when we were freshmen i think right and Originally, like, they had people standing there telling you how to sort it and whatever. They, like, actually invested a lot of money into this system. And the custodians knew, like, oh, well, like, we put the compost in this place. And then, like, they had recycling. Okay, Miss Fuster just kind of told us how it went all downhill. Miss Fuster is the AP environmental teacher. Yeah. Um, basically, I mean, when COVID started and we went back to school hybrid their number one priority was COVID. First of all, we weren't eating lunch, so they didn't have to, like, sort trash. Mm-hmm. Um, their number one priority was was uh, COVID, so they kind of just, like, pushed it under the rug, like, the whole, like, sorting thing. And then when we came back to school this year, they had a new head custodian. So the, the head custodian that was there when they implemented, like, the trash system retired, 
And so now they have all new staff who like doesn't know that the trash system is supposed to be a certain way. You're supposed to have, I don't know if they have them anymore. You're supposed to have compostable bags in the compost bin, but they don't have them. So they're not even composting the stuff that you're sorting into the compost bin. If people actually are sorting them because like they're not using the right bags because they just didn't know because nobody told them because COVID trumps everything right now. So, yeah, what they can do is, like, look into that because our class was, like, oh, like, what can we do to, like, get people to sort better? Well, first of all, it starts with, like, even if people did start sorting, like, they don't even have, like, the system set up right. Is the lunch, like, what the lunch food they give, like, on the plates, is that compostable or recyclable or is that all trash? It depends. So, like, like, those little um like box those little boxes that like the food comes in from the lunch line the ones I think those ones are compostable right if they're soiled if they have food they're just they're just like uh paper so like yeah Mm -hmm. they're compostable unless it's got like a plastic lining in it or like yeah so like the the ones trays with the lining the wax on the inside the cardboard trays are also compostable they don't have wax on the inside the ones with, like, the red lines on the outside? Yeah. The pizza ones? Okay. Yeah, like, the pizza ones are, are compostable also. Um, they d- actually did a good job of, like, getting rid of those, like, little tiny, like, plastic wrappers on the um, forks by, like, doing the things. But the one thing that's really bad is the ketchup packets. Like, why can't they... They used to have pumps, like, ketchup pumps. Yeah, which, I think that was probably COVID, too. Yeah, exactly. But I think they can reinvest in those because the ketchup packets are really bad. You see them all over the floor and, like, or the ground and, like they get into the storm drains Ooh, and stuff and take. and also you just like throw them out the baby carrots yes that's what i that was the second thing i was gonna say is that when they force you to, i know it's like a law or something they're forcing they have to force you to take a fruit but just the amount of food waste that comes from like forcing you to take a fruit uh-huh. just gets on my nerves because i literally first of all kids don't want to throw them away because kids don't throw away their trash apparently second of all like or they feel bad about throwing it away so they just leave it on the table. So they just leave it on the table Which but is worse. that's even worse. Exactly. Like I mean if I if they force me to take carrots and I don't eat them, I usually just like put it in my backpack and take it home cuz my dad will eat them, but like like not everyone's going to do that. Or if like an apple is the only thing I can take, then I feel obligated to eat the apple. I just feel so bad about like throwing away perfectly good fruit. So our class like came up with the idea actually it was me in the class came up with the idea that like you have like because people do this anyway like they take a fruit and then next to like the forks and stuff they will just like put it there if they don't want it Mm -hmm. so like but then miss fuster was saying well i don't know about like health regulations if people are allowed to like touch an apple and then like put it back put it back but anyway why don't they just let it because they don't even let you just be like oh can i just have an apple yeah, they, they should just let people just have an apple if they just want an apple, and then the apples that the don't rules go. are really weird. Exactly, the whole it's food rules anyways. Are... So I don't understand why you can't just let kids take it. Or like, if let's say I get a yeah, lunch, they, remember and I they don't... didn't let me get a banana the other day? Yeah, because you had already bought lunch or something. I know, but there's so definitely that's, that's bananas that go to waste. This would fix it. This would this thing would fix the problem. Basically, you have a little basket or a little table or something. Outside the lunch line. I think a for basket the fruit, would make it more appealing. Yeah, a basket or something. For the fruit, the carrots, the bananas that they forced you to take that you're not going to eat. So, first of all, you mitigate food waste. Like, mm-hmm. Or they could just not force you to take Less it. food waste, right. Less food waste. Second of all, because of, like, the law or something that they, that they can't let you get something else, if somebody wants a fruit, like a banana, 
they can go to that basket instead of getting denied a banana at the like lunch line that's what i think would work but the only thing to get around that is like i don't know if they're can allow that because like kids are touching it and like it's, i don't know just the i'm sure if they're rules are so annoying. around the rules i think that the rule that should be changed is that you have to take a fruit in the first place yeah, yeah but well, i don't think they can do that because of like health like child like, health laws to or whatever or like food like, like school lunch laws i guess they have to realize them. that it's yeah like, basically not like good to be wasting all that food because they're forcing kids to take it yeah, yeah i think they Especially realize when that kids are asking they're like for example, you're like, oh, can I just have a banana? And they're like, and they no. They say, no, you can't. Like, that's why I think the basket thing is good because I don't think there's going to be any way that they take out that forcing you to grab a fruit because I think it's a California law that, first of all, California, I don't know if, I oh, think it's California because like, they're like, yeah, because they're like mandating like free lunch or something. Or I don't know if it was California. I don't know. Some like legislation mandated free lunch. Mm-hmm. So, with that free lunch, they like the whole like nutritional thing. Like they have to make mm-hmm. kids take a fruit. Yeah. So I think that's just like a California law thing, but like the basket at the end of the lunch line would fix the whole waste problem at Amador. That's what I think. Yeah. Basket at the end of the lunch line. That's what I, I think. Twenty twenty four. Then when I want to, then when I want a banana, I don't have to get denied it by the lunch lady. I can just go up to the basket and take one. That some other kid didn't want. Facts. It's perfect. Uh, yeah. I could literally go on and on about the lunch line. It literally infuriates <laughs> me, the entire system. It's so wasteful. It's it's so wasteful, and I can't get a banana if I'm still hungry. Yeah. So sometimes it's hard to uh, stay motivated because it's hard to realize like how much of a difference you actually are making. But do you have any advice on how like to actually stay motivated to like care about the environment? I mean, in our class, because the class gets pretty depressing sometimes when you just like literally are learning about like water pollution, air pollution, coal mining. Oh, they're going to like chop off the entire like Coal River Mountain. (laughs) And, like, contaminate people's homes with, like, acid mine drainage from a coal mine. <laughs> it's amazing. But then we'll, like, watch stuff, like, like today, for example, we're, like, starting our unit on, like, air pollution. And so, like, we watched this video about how, like, um, L.A., through legislation and through, like, all this, like, stuff and, like, push for action, L.A. was able to, like, um, clean up their air quality because like in the 40s the 40s through the 70s and even into the 80s the air in Los Angeles was awful like the smog was just terrible like you could not stand on a hill and like see the city it was just covered in smog and even like this weekend me and my dad and my mom went down there to like look at schools and my dad grew up in LA and he was like oh my gosh like the sky is so much clearer like the air is so much clearer than when I grew up here like in the 70s mm-hmm. so yeah I mean that was like very uplifting to like watch today because it was all these statistics about how they like curbed so much smog and like mm-hmm. all these like health effects they like got rid they got rid of leaded gas like they used to put lead in gas up until the 70s like Miss Fuster said that she remembers buying leaded gas and oh. like lead lowers IQ like Prolonged lead exposure, like, lowers people's IQ. So, 
I mean, that's good that they got rid of that. I mean, looking first of all, like looking at new innovation, looking at like success stories, like when we fixed the hole in the ozone layer, or ugh, I don't even know. Just, just sort just, of like looking out for that media, like the the positive media, out. because you know what, like the headline, what gets headlines is stuff that scares people. It's stuff that makes people click on it because they're like, oh my gosh, like what we're all gonna die in thirty years, like. Yeah. That's why there's so much like anxiety and stuff is because that's what gets media coverage is the bad stuff. I and mean, even in everyday life, the like anxiety will work like temporarily to get people to change, but at the end of the day, they'll just lose hope. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes like a, a little bit of fear. a little bit of anxiety is good to get you pushed for action, but when it's like constant, 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 sometimes it's just like um, paralyzes people. I feel like so. Yeah, like looking. I mean, with any media, it's always the bad stuff that gets headlines. It's always the shootings. It's always the, like, whatever, you know, uh-huh. that gets headlines. So, I mean, I think it's just looking for, like, positive media and success stories that, um, you know, like, in, are inspiring. All right. In conclusion, just vote. <laughs> like, yeah. that's all. That's That's, like, the biggest thing you can do is just vote. Like, when you're of age... Obviously, there's yeah. a lot of little things that we can do, but I think that's something that, like, me and Kylie, we didn't even think about it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that either. If you want change, vote. And it's or, not in just, like, the big election, like, the smaller elections. That's smaller elections, too. Like, yeah. look at who is, like, pushing for aggressive climate action. Who says that that's at the top of the list? Who is getting funded by coal companies? <laughs> you know? I don't yeah. know. Look on Open Secrets and see who's uh, funding campaigns for different politicians, and you'll see if they're big, like, contributors to climate change and stuff like that. And you'll see who's, like, working and who's interest. Because that's the only way that we're going to be able to get big change. I mean, like, you can make small changes, like, oh, yeah, like, throw away your trash, mm-hmm. or, like, yeah, don't buy, like don't get everything shipped or like yeah but that's so hard in a globalized world you know i also think one thing what's really gonna what's really gonna like make change is regulation and also what's yeah that's how that's like the law the bigger companies too yeah and also i think it'd be important not not to like change the world but like just important in general is like everyone in their life like takes some environmental course because i'm hoping like in college i'm gonna take an environmental course or like many um and yeah. like, and there. That's how great that Aminor does Has AP. Um, they only have science. one section though. So also sign up for AP Environmental Science if you're listening to this and you're not a senior. Sign up for AP Environmental Science because I've actually learned a lot and I've. It's just a very like, enlightening class. And also like a lot of our jobs are going to be affected in the future because when we're like by the time we're all getting jobs, the oh, climate yeah. change is going to be the number one issue oh yeah like Like, i mean you have this whole wave of like youth who's going into environmental science like environmental studies and environmental sciences was not like a very big major that people went into like when our parents even 10 years ago or like when our parents went to college like but now like maybe like one in 20 kids you talk to are like oh yeah i'm gonna be an environmental studies major i'm gonna be doing this and i'm going into environmental law that's actually probably the track i want to go on is environmental law we'll see Mm -hmm. i mean i think it just takes the youth and wave of movement well dons hopefully you learned something today um number one thing throw away your trash because it takes you two seconds and you are 14 years or older you are not a baby and your mommy's not taking care of you anymore um thank you for having me guys go vote everyone if you can
<laughs> of course, we loved having you, Ashley. This has been Failing 22 with your favorite seniors, Maddie Cowan. And Kylie Hansilla. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.